Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast, and we are here after the Warriors are on the bad end of a streak. Three, they follow up five wins in a row with three losses in a row. This is very much looking like last season. Um... (laughs) They lose to the Mavericks, one thirty-two to one twenty-two. Um, this, yeah. Let's. How about you kick it off? I, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay positive in this because. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the positive. We got GP two back. Yes, he was on a minutes restriction, but even when he first got out there, he got the stop. He got the block on Luca. We're running down. He's making the layup. So we already saw the good things and what we just couldn't wait to see come back from Gary. But then also on the flip side of that, he was doing some fouling that just kind of uh, just kind of sucked the run out of us in in those moments. But uh, also Wiggins, a really good game. He's he's keeping up with it. So that's great. And even though Curry started off just kind of not really in any type of rhythm, second half, he started to find a shot. So that's also a positive that, all right, he's starting to get it back. So that little slump he was in, he's slowly climbing out of. So Mm -hmm. I'll I'll go with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. (laughs) I'll take that. I mean, Chris Paul made shots. That's another Thankfully. positive, I guess. Um, yeah, this team is funny. This team is very funny. Like, they'll do things 
for like a five minute stretch that are just like, is this even an NBA team? Like this is like the Detroit Pistons. And then they'll look like the Warriors for another five minutes. And then they'll go right back to playing bonehead basketball. It just goes to show that the, the margin for error on this team is, you know, they have none. Yeah. <laughs> they have none. They do not have the talent advantage necessary to play the way that they play, right? They don't play 110% maximum effort with high IQ attached to it for 48 minutes. And that is what they pretty much need to be a good team. Not necessarily 48 minutes, but more than 15. Right. Out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes they play really hard, but they're just doing dumb stuff. Um, and sometimes it's neither. Sometimes they're not playing hard at all or making a lot of sense out there. Um, just the Mavericks, we got to give the Mavericks credit. They hit a ton of shots. They didn't miss. Yeah. It, it was like everybody could shoot. Literally. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody could shoot. And it wasn't just threes. They were attacking closeouts. They were crisp. Their passes were on point the entire game. Derek Lively did not look like a rookie. He doesn't look like a rookie in general, but he's getting the ball in the short roll and hitting guys in the corner for threes and, and, and mid-range pull-ups and stuff like that. So um, just great game from the Mavericks without Kyrie, without Kleber. Um, they still look – without Seth, they still look really, really good. Dante Exum has revitalized his entire career. He's He had 19 club shots. Plus sixteen. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, Luca Doncic, Luca. You kind of knew he was going to go off. You would hope it wasn't going to be forty points, but he decided that he was not going to miss a step back mid range jumper all game. All so, game. all game. You live with that, but what what forces you to lose is Josh Green, eighteen points off the bench. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is probably pretty much going to get his sixteen off the bench. That's near his average, if I recall correctly. Um, but the Dante Exum 19 points yeah. and the Josh Green 18 points is what kills you. Happened last game. Jamal Kane gives you, I think, 19 points. And Nikola Jovic gives you like 20 or something like yeah. that. Just <laughs> random. They, they, yeah, they can't stop the randoms because they commit so much um, to the other team's, you know, star. Or they're just consistently out of position for some reason. Right. Um, and the thing is. They they commit a lot of attention to the other team stars, but they don't commit bodies. They don't commit um, a ton of effort, if that makes sense. Like they don't double yeah. at all. They rarely double. Um, it's every so often they don't do things like run zone like the Heat do. They they used to, but they don't do that anymore. So they're reacting late often to a star player yeah. making a move or some type of advantage that that star player has created, and then the randoms are getting open shots, and it's like. And they're making them. They're making them. They're making them. I mean, last year we were, I mean, you can pull up the the pod episodes and how <laughs> randoms were getting low percentage shots and hitting them. This year they're just getting high percentage shots and just hitting them. Like, you know, and I won't say the Warriors have like the worst defense ever. They're pretty mid. They're not bad. They're just like not good. But recently the randoms have been hitting the shots and it is like kind of taking the win out of the Warriors' sales. So – after, after they've played some good defense. Right. It's like they've taken the shot clock all the way down and then just, oh, how did that mm. shot go up? It's like we we really just committed all of this effort here and then they throw up some random shot and it goes in. And it goes so, in. Okay. And this is, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's been an issue all season, but Draymond Green is needed on this team. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is the defensive anchor. He is the defense pretty much. He, he takes away so many things um, and he allows you to play a certain way, a certain aggression on the perimeter and all these different coverages because you know, he's going to be able to cover up for you in the back line. He's not there. Um, Clay struggling again. He can't hit a shot. Hasn't shot well since I want to say maybe the Boston game or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, did it start the Boston game? Because it definitely happened on Christmas, and we didn't expect yeah. that. But yeah, so yeah, he's he's in a rhythm. Slump. <laughs> yeah, he's in a little slump. Um, a lot of it has to do with him not being able to get a, a clean catch and get a, a good yeah. shot off. So that just throws his rhythm off. Teams are just like I said, selling out to stop him from getting a clean catch. And then from there, his rhythm is just off and he's not at the level anymore to be able to just catch the ball and create his own space anymore. So he kind of got to play. He got to get that space created for him. Yeah. Um, that's another way Draymond can help. But either way, some of these shots are pretty easy and it's just yeah. like, bro, just hit the shot. Um, but in this, Well, I would say in this particular game, he was he was rushing a lot. And yeah. also taking some ill-advised shots, like you weren't on balance, mm -hmm. like you should. Yeah, be and that's up. and that's and that's what I was saying uh, last pod with Greg. It's like when Clay doesn't get um, a lot of touches or he doesn't feel super involved. Once he gets, once he does get a touch, it's probably going up. Doesn't matter if he's balanced or not. Um, and that's kind of the 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 major flaw in his offensive game at this point. He. He lets the game come to him, but when the game doesn't come to him, he will force it. And that's just that's just Clay. Um, it's not a good thing, but that's just Clay. And he has to find a way to stop that. And they got to find a way to just get him better shots. I think that was an emphasis after last game. We saw the articles coming out about how Steph got to get they got to find Steph more, more dribble handoffs and stuff like that. It's the same, the same thing applies to Clay Thompson. Like teams guard Clay essentially the same way that they guard Steph off the ball. Multiple people, they don't let him catch it. The thing is, the difference is Steph can dribble, and Steph is a better shooter, so he's gonna be able to get his stuff off regardless when he's in rhythm. But Clay cannot, so they gotta they gotta find a way to get that offense going between those two guys because that is what helps other dudes get into their rhythm and just helps the team offense overall. Even though, I mean, they put up one twenty two. That's not. <laughs> that's pretty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right, right. It's like it, it wasn't like they were at 89 and then right. that was, you know, and got blown out because once again, not getting blown out, um, still within reach, still had moments of being down six and then Dallas going on a run or mm -hmm. us just kind of just getting mucky just as soon as we, we get this rhythm going and then it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, why are you mm -hmm. doing this? Why are you taking this shot? That was unnecessary. Why are you fouling? It just starts. And yep. it's just like, oh my gosh, we were right there to kind of get in control because we were playing controlled. And then it's like, we lose the plot. And yep. now we're back to double digit deficit, climbing our way back once again, just trying to get into the game. 
So yeah, yeah. Early in the game, I mean, first quarter they were they got down a little bit early, and then they were fighting their way back. Yep. And then fast break, Clay tried to do the tip pass back it, to Pods last second. Yeah. It's stolen, and then it's like, and then that's it. Like that was thirteen zero from there. It was like eleven zero run from that yeah, point. It was. Um, it was, and it, it's like it's it's plays like that that like. I saw what he was trying to do there, but right. it was like, play, take it yourself at this point. Like you're yeah. right there. You probably draw a foul and get to the line, which may have helped you throughout the game, just kind of seeing things go in. But it was just like mm-hmm. right there as we had the momentum, the steal, we were going, let's do it. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like, Ugh. but then I need you to work on the defensive end to try to make make up for that. And then it's kind of like, we're not getting that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, if you make a mistake on one end, make up for it on the other. Like, try to still stay in it. And then it just will yeah. start going. And I, and I think just schematically, they're put at a disadvantage a lot as a team, right? First and foremost, you're playing both Steph and CP3 together. Everybody knows the, the issues that go, <coughs> sorry, the issues that come with that. Yeah. Like, they're too small, um, particularly on the rotations, right? On the weak side, you just can't cover ground. You can't offer any rim protection. You can't offer any closeout, you know, impact or anything like that. And then they're just giving up switches super easily. And if, that- like when you had when you had Steph, Clay in his prime, Dre in his prime, Andre in his prime, Harrison Barnes. You know, even the other years with Kevin Durant and all this, when you had these guys who can all pretty much guard one through four or one through five in some capacity, you can switch everything. Yeah. This team, you cannot switch everything. You cannot. And they were giving that up so easily. It was like Trace was like, food against Luca. <laughs> it's like, don't give it up so easy. Like, no, try to like communicate to be like, yo, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, like to yes. get this back. Like, and you saw kind of when Gary came in the game before mm-hmm. he had those like two or three bad fouls in a row that got him pretty much sat for the rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was picking Luca up full court. Yep. And they would screen and he would switch, but it would be like a late switch. It would be like, I'm still here. I'm switching, mm-hmm. but I'm still here. Right. And right. when I'm and when I switch, I'm pushing Derek Lively underneath the basket. Exactly. So you cannot throw this above, like throw this lob pass to him or whatever. Guys like CP3, I mean, CP3 just can't make that play. He's not strong, athletic, or tall as, as Gary. Yeah, he's fine. Um, like, what are we doing? Exactly. And, I mean, they just they just switch way too easily. They don't get creative with their defense at all. Um, the 2022 team, the hallmark of their defense was the creativity and how many different types of defenses they threw out there. Obviously, Draymond yeah, makes that possible. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Looney wasn't a shell of himself. For sure. Even though Looney wasn't horrible in this game. No, he wasn't. So I'll give him that. He didn't start, but he wasn't horrible in this game. He still, you know, came up with some good stuff for us. So I'm not like gonna piss on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't, but they just feel super stale mm-hmm. from an energy standpoint. A lot of the times they feel stale um, from an athleticism standpoint some of the lineups that are put out there just put at a disadvantage. Like you put only one, maybe two good athletes out there at a time. And then you expect to, this team to run. You expect this team to be able to defend. 
doesn't make a lot of sense. You got all your athletes sitting on the on the bench at the same time. Um, just Steve, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm actually curious as to why Moses didn't get any. I mean, pretty much. I mean, Pods pretty much took Moses's spot in the rotation and then some. So it's just like there's no, there's really no place for him in the rotation at this point. So this is but another Clay reason why they probably. Really, but Clay didn't really have it like going. I, I just kind of, hey, get a little flash in there of Moody with yeah. Wiggins and JK. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, like, sure. let's see. Let's look. It's kind of like let's try some things because Clay is really not. He, he just didn't have it really tonight. And it's just mm -hmm. like, hey, you inject Moody in there. Now you've got even a defender who's going to, you know, he's going to be a bit more scrappy. He's going to get on the ground. He's going to be crashing the boards. He's going to get in those passing lanes. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it would have been nice to kind of see him in there, kind of just like, hey, let's let's see what he has tonight. For sure. For sure. I mean, even still, it's like, I don't know how many minutes that looks like. You know, what does that what does that look like? Yeah. For him. I mean, Clay played what 26 minutes. He pretty much plays most of the first quarter and most of the third quarter. So that's about I mean 20 minutes there. So I mean, it's just it's tough when you have all these players. And this is another reason why it's like you gotta do something with all these players. Like <laughs> I mean, a quick little three yeah. minutes might have, you know. <laughs> yeah, it might. he played three last game. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> he got three in this one. Um, especially when you saw Gary, you know, was was fouling and stuff like that. Was right. Yeah, kind of just racked him up real quick. And he's yeah. on a minute's restriction. Hey, right. you know what? Let's get another defender who's going to, you know, going to get down in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, Or maybe Chris Paul. Maybe Chris Paul, who played 33 minutes today. Um, yeah. Team worse, minus 10. He shot the ball well, but he, he did. didn't do he did. anything else that well. I mean, he moves the ball. That's one thing he, he's always going to do. And he was actually running. He he wasn't slowing it down. I give him that. He, I give him that. He was running with them and, you know, was getting folks in position and everything mm -hmm. and still not compromising what they were trying to get on offense. So, I mean, I'll give it to Chris. He did have a pretty good game. I pretty mean, good offensive game. Offensive game. I'll, yes, exactly. But we needed that because, yeah, you know, we needed it. For sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, I would still still look at Cap and Chris Paul at twenty minutes yes. a game. No, I totally agree. Um, it's just even the offensive value he gives you is obviously not enough to put you over the top and and overcome the defensive stuff. Like, like they, I mean, they score 122. Obviously, he was a big part of that 122. Yeah. But they gave up 132. And he was a big part of giving up that 132. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how I see it. But this, I mean, this whole Moses Moody conversation brings us into another very interesting conversation that everybody's having right now. And it is trade season. 